Scooby Squad. Welcome to Puppy Dog Tales, where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend. I'm Annika. And I'm Hannah. And today we're going back in time to tell the story of how a village was saved by 20 men and their brave dogs. making progress (laughs) thank you guys so much for hanging in there for our last episode the sound was rough so thank y'all so much for those who were able to make it all the way through you made it (laughs) we fixed it now so yeah hannah's mic like the it just wouldn't work and so we had to use one mic between the two of us so yeah we We had a lot of problems last week with our mics (laughs) We were going through it. We made it, though. We're back with our regular sound, our regular mics. We fixed everything. So, should be normal sounding today. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Knock on all of the wood. Yes. Let's see. Where's Sadie's head so I can knock on wood? Oh, poor Sadie. I'm kidding. She's so smart. She is smart. She just Uh, doesn't look it all the time. Yeah, and by all the time, you mean, like, literally all like, the time. Like, all um, of the time, she doesn't look it, yeah. But I swear she's smart. She is. She was at the dog park yesterday, and she was pouncing on p- little puppies in, like, the cutest way possible. Like, in a in a cute way. In not a nice like way. A, yeah. Oh, Mocha's walking. We're at, sorry, we're in the living room with my animals today. All the animals are here. <laughs> because they needs his office. Mocha. Mocha really likes cords, Mocha, so we're with stop. the cats and my dog today. My dog is currently at my feet so that's nice very Um, nice super and (laughs) she yeah mocha just walked on sadie so that's a really good sign that it's only taken them a year to get comfortable with each other yeah (laughs) yeah but i think we have a lot of updates today no not too Um, many (gasps) i do have a new buffy song oh yeah hold on i'm gonna pull it up hold on (laughs) okay so we were watching, oh, we were watching New Girl, where they do, you know that episode where they do, like, the bells, and then oh, Winston yeah. wants them to play, yeah, Winston yes. wants them to play Eye of the Tiger, and it goes terribly, very poorly. Where did I, I sent that to you, and I can't find it. Okay, ready? So. I'm so ready. It's the eye of the buffy, it's the thrill of the buff. Rising up Same. on people to lick their faces. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. That's cute. It was fun. So, but yeah. Buffy so song. That's our fun, pleasant news. Yep. Um, So, we'll start on this story. I'm going to bury the lead a little bit, but you're probably going to know um, pretty quickly for the most part, although I didn't know much about this story. Um, but it's a very American tale. Oh, yeah. So, in the winter of 1925, a small village in Alaska, uh, the town of Nome, is a very, very small town, like 1,400 people total, was losing multiple children to diphtheria, which I always mix up with dysentery. But diphtheria is just because they sound similar. Yeah. Diphtheria is a deadly respiratory disorder. Um, the village's doctor put the whole village under quarantine, but they, but he wasn't be able to save lives because they didn't have the necessary medicine, um, to 
to get rid of the, the sickness, mm-hmm. basically to heal it. So, like, all he could basically do at that point was just, like, treat symptoms. Yeah, he could just treat symptoms. Yeah. Okay. But there was, like, an anti-diphtheria um, serum or people are dying of diphtheria. They can't get the life-saving medicine they need. And, um, and the whole, and so the whole village was at great risk, basically. Yeah. So, also, the nearest meds were in Anchorage, Alaska, which is about a thousand miles away. Oof. And. But, like, not just a thousand miles. Like, that's a thousand miles of, like. Oh, like, was this, like, winter? This was January of 1925. Yeah. So, that's, like, a thousand miles of snow so, away. Like, not. Yeah. Yeah, so that a lot of some... my information came from History.com and from the movie that's on Disney Plus, Togo, but mostly from History.com, um, <laughs> because Disney didn't get all their facts right. I mean, sure. But, but yeah, it. but it was still good yeah. to reference. So, um, so because, so I, of course at the time there were planes, there were planes and there were ships that mm-hmm. like could have potentially made this voyage like to get them the meds, but because of the terrible weather that winter the plane couldn't fly um mm. through that and most of the water near alaska was completely iced over yeah it would have been iced yeah so no ships um mm. no ships and the nearest train station was over 700 miles away in nanana alaska so Oof. um so the only left the only solution left to save the village was dogs oh, uh, probably guessed that one already. Yeah. <laughs> the governor of Alaska himself, his name was Scott Boone at the time, orchestrated um, a relay of sled dogs to transport the medicine from Nanana to Nome. So they could get it to Nanana. Okay. Yeah, they got it to Nanana and they were like, we're just going to have to use sled dogs. It's a 20, just a, literally a 20 pound package. It arrived on January 27th. And it was picked up by the first musher, so remember dog sled, um, the person, I don't know, the leader is called the musher. Yeah. The human leader. <laughs> the human. I was like, I don't know how else to put that. <laughs> um, his name was Wild Bill Shannon. That's exactly <laughs> the name that I think the first musher would be named. Like, right? I, yeah. That that's fitting. That makes sense. Yeah. So, him and his nine Alaskan Malamutes, um... Malamutes, not husky. So there were a mix of so there were twenty total teams um, that did this uh, relay, mm-hmm. and yeah, there was there was a mix in a lot of the groups. Um, our last couple groups were mostly huskies, but yeah, mal and malamutes are basically huskies but slightly larger. Oh, okay, a little fluffier. Um, oh, they have like some. Yeah, I looked it up. They have like the fluffiest tails ever. They absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, like I said, this particular winter in Alaska was even colder than normal. So the the temps were down to negative sixty degrees. Like no, thank you. Yeah, like really cold. Like I, I'm the type of person like it's been like not cold, but fairly cold where we are right now. Like for for, March. For March, it's been pretty chilly. Like. There's been, there have been multiple freeze warnings mm-hmm. this week, yeah. and, like, I have forgotten my coat, like, every day <laughs> this week. <laughs> You're bad about that. I am really bad about that. So, like, I'm the type of person, I went to App State, like, yeah, cold doesn't really get to me, but, yeah, negative 60, nope. I can't even imagine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, My Uber's yeah. here. Gotta go. So, um, so the teams had to balance the need to get um, to get the package where it needed to go with we can't we have to like think about our dogs right. um, and their health. If the dogs start breathing at too high of a rate. It can cause their lungs to freeze over. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I had never thought about that with like sled dogs. But no. yeah, if it's too cold, then because you know, like, and you know, like those kind of breeds of dogs are very like, you tell me what to do, I'm gonna do it. Like you right. train me, what, right? Yeah, and they're not gonna stop. Um, I've never met a husky that knew how to stop. No, <laughs> and I've met a few. So they usually ran about six miles an hour, which is pretty darn slow for a dog um yeah that's a pretty like when i was like actively running like three or f- three to five days a week six was like my baseline is like my jog okay like, yeah like that was like if i'm starting to cool down i go down to six miles an hour so okay. like they had to go pretty slow um so our first our first man wild bill he had to run a, run alongside his dogs for parts of the leg to keep his own body temp up. Mm-hmm. But he also still got frostbite and hypothermia on his 52-mile leg. Um, he stopped in Talavana, Alaska. I think I'm saying these names right. Um, You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> okay. <there's, laughs> Alaska know. has some really interesting like village and town names. Yeah. I mean, I crushed it last week with my russian stuff so <laughs> this is good. just these are american names though yeah, yeah. um so most legs were about 30 miles long and the dogs ran for about like i said about six miles an hour we're gonna hit a couple of the legs um but most of them were fairly successful and like not too eventful if it's 30 miles or six miles an hour then they ran for about five hours okay. um for the shorter legs the other two major legs we're going to hit are ones that you might recognize some of the dogs uh, because they're very fa- they became very famous so Leonard Sapala um, his his leg was wild so he started from Nome and that again it's the village that needed the meds yeah. so I think I think he was a native I'm not going to say that for sure Okay. but that is how it was depicted at least in the mm-hmm. Disney movie. Um, okay. <laughs> and they tried to say this is based off a true story. Right. But he and his team started from Nome and they w- were going to intercept the package in Shack to Lick. Um, okay. Which was toward the end of the race. And again, I saw some different things. Um, <laughs> if you just heard a cat, that was I my cat Tucker. Her. He actually... Um, and again, I'm not sure if this is what actually happened or not, but I was, but I was, it was implied in the movie that he didn't actually know that there were all these, that there was a relay happening. He just thought he oh. was supposed to pick it up in Shaktalik because I think he, they said that he left before like the whole relay had been organized because he was like ready to go get it. Yeah. Um, but he actually, um, he actually ran into by chance kind of another one of the groups oh wow and passed off and was passed off the package too um and they think it was like 
partly because like dogs could smell each other and just Mm -hmm. like so they went towards each other which is kind of cute um but some interesting parts about his journey was that since he was going so far from gnome with his dogs he took a very dangerous shortcut Mm. um to get there he went over the the norton sound so he went straight over a whole body of water. Yeah. Um, so like it was like frozen over. It was obviously yeah. It was obviously yeah. frozen over. But but yeah, I the mean the winds were so the winds were uh-huh. so strong that the ice was cracking not from fruit just not, from the wind just from the wind the Holy wind God. was cracking the ice because the ice was it was negative like. It got down to negative 80 at some points in this race or relay. No, thank you. So there was no oh way that, that that ice was going to be too thin. Um, yeah. <laughs> no way. Um, they didn't break through the ice because of weight. They didn't break. The, they literally the wind broke the ice. Um, and How I read does that, that even happen? That's crazy. I was like, I, I don't like I, I believe like, you. But oh, man. And that I read from history dot com. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. On the trip, they got stranded on an ice floe. The whole team, him and his team. What's and I an think ice floe? It's basically like a big chunk of ice that's broken off. Okay. That's what um, I was imagining, but I just wanted to make so, sure um, I was right. I think I might have skipped something. So his um, his lead, his lead dog, which, you know, is really important, that kind of like mm-hmm. takes, directs the group a lot, um, was, was a dog named Togo. Well, and they're the ones like getting like... All, you know the the brunt of the wind and mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah that's like huskies and malamutes um so this is a group of huskies uh Sapala had pretty much all huskies um his lead dog togo was tw- also 12 at the time so he yeah. was he was older yeah like he's a pretty old dude um but so when they got stranded on the ice floe Sapala put a lead on togo like he det- he like Uh, he detached him from the rest of the group and the sled and he put a lead on him and threw him to the next to land from the ice floe he threw him five feet of water to safety and togo tried to pull the whole ice floe to safety oh but the line snapped oh my gosh yeah and togo is a freaking genius because he snatched the line up Uh uh-huh he wrapped it around himself, oh my turned gosh. it over his shoulder like it was a harness, and pulled his whole team to safety. One dog. That's it. I'm sure that wow. like once the other dogs made it to land, like once right. like, the next once dog. Right, once they had their paws up, they could, yeah, start yeah. pulling too, but yeah. Yeah. And so, how many dogs, like, how I, many dogs would he have been pulling at that point? I think he had a team, I think Sapala's team was 13 dogs. Oh my goodness. Um, I thought I wrote that down. Oh, maybe his was 19. It was a lot. <laughs> mm. Um, I know that one of the, we're going to talk about Balto, you guys. Um, yeah. We'll just the, that. yeah. But his, Balto's team was 13. So I think Sapala's team was 19. Oh. Um, but yeah. So wait, okay. So were those dogs, were they already on the other flow or had they like, were they pulled into the water? I, th- that's a great question. Okay. I didn't. I couldn't find all of that. I, um. Yeah, it 
because this sounds like a legend. Um, I know this is like is this doesn't sound that, like a real thing. Like, but from I read it from I was like history dot com. That's like they're gonna find they're gonna use sources and find. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Were the other dogs like on oh. the flow still, or like had they fallen into the water? I okay. Like I'm when the not line sure about snapped. that. It seemed like some of them had gone into the water. He definitely at least. It sounds like he started to pull the ice flow, and then it the line snapped. Mm -hmm. So I think some of them may have had to jump off the flow to land. Okay. But if it was still five feet away, then some of those dogs probably had to swim. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But 12-year-old Togo um, led... Oh, it was 20 dogs total. Yeah. So they were going over ice. They couldn't get traction, obviously. Their little feet were slipping all the time. And they showed that in the movie, and it was, it was like really cute looking, but it was also like, these dogs are fighters. Yeah. Like, they don't know, they don't know what they're fighting for exactly, but like they trust their, um, musher enough yeah. to know that like what they need to do, like they need to listen to command. Yeah. So they went 170 miles one way, and then 90 miles back. That's a lot. So, yeah, they went like a total of 260 miles for this. So. Leonard Zappala, um gave the package to Charlie Olson, and he went about 25 miles with his group, and then he passed it to Gunnar Kassen. It's spelled K-A-A-S-E-N. Yeah. So I, I think that's how you say it. Um, and Gunnar Kassen had Balto in his group. Mm-hmm. Um, Balto I... was his lead. Yeah, I yeah. watched the Balto movie so much as a kid. Like, I remember, I mean, because I, <laughs> I was a dog lover and I didn't have any dogs. And mm-hmm. so, like, I just watched Balto, like, over and over. <laughs> I was obsessed. So, yeah, that's cute. Yep. <laughs> I've actually never seen Balto. Oh. We need to find it. With, yeah. I, I was, I was going to watch it in, to prep for this last night. But I couldn't find it for free, and so I watched Togo, and I learned a lot about the... See, and I (laughs) haven't seen Togo, so we just need to, like... Togo was really good. Yeah. A dog sled movie day, I feel like. (laughs) And, yeah. So, Togo and his... Sorry. Balto and his team was the last... They ended up completing the last leg um, and made... And got the medicine the rest of the way to... Um, back to Nome. Mm-hmm. So him and his team, there was a team of 13 dogs. Um, and the blizzard was so bad at this point that Balto and his, uh, and Gunner couldn't see any, like couldn't see anything. And they literally just relied on Balto's nose to get them where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to sniff his way there in a blizzard. Wow. Um, that's crazy like I don't know how your nose is that good that you can sniff through like 80 miles per hour winds oh and yeah yeah and like negative 60 degrees but Balto kept the team safe um so there's a lot of trust there and at one point a huge wind gust blew the whole sled over Oof. it throw it threw um threw gunner off the sled it threw the package of meds and gunner had to stop 
he took off his gloves, which sounds insane. Right. And rummaged through the snow um, to find the parcel. He found it. Good, His good. hands were super numb already when he was, like, when he was going to find it. Um, but he found it, and he made it to the handoff station yeah. for the last leg. So he wasn't supposed to complete it, actually. Oh, really? He was supposed to go about 30 miles and then hand it off for the last leg. But the team that was planned wasn't ready. Oh. I couldn't find information about why they weren't ready. yeah. Um, but they might have had, like, a sick dog or, um, mm-hmm. or maybe the owner... Like, maybe the musher wasn't ready, but he was like, we got to go. Right. We got to save this village. There's no time mm-hmm. to wait at that point. Yeah. yeah. Five children had already died. Mm. And, and again, this, and more people were sick and this was yeah. a tiny village. Um, so Balto became the symbol of hope for the town of Nome as he was the first thing they saw um, of the sled as they entered Nome. Yeah. And I actually saw in the movie, they, they were a little salty about Balto. Um, mm-hmm. getting the credit, <laughs> but it, the the reason was because like the newspaper in Nome, the like the the news guy, mm-hmm. was like, like got a picture of the, of the uh, musher, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Where's your lead dog? Which one's your lead?" And there were two leads. One one of the leads was named Fox, and they're like, "People are gonna think it's a fox. Who was your <laughs> next lead?" And he said, "Balto." Oh, and that's really the only reason. <laughs> I'm not sure if that yeah. part is true. Okay. Because it seemed like, honestly, that the movie was trying to put down Balto a bit. And I was like, I don't think that's the way to go about it. No. I don't think we need to put down Balto. I think we just need to recognize I mean, that there were other heroes in this. Correct. All <laughs> of the dogs involved and all the mushers involved were heroes. Yeah. So, right. We are... So, but the media... We celebrate all the dogs on <laughs> yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Over 150 dogs. Um, we're part of this mission oh, wow. with their 20 mushers. Yeah. Yeah. So they all, they all deserve a Absolutely. statue and a movie like Balto got. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, but like, it makes sense that Balto became the symbol. It does. Um, I mean, especially, you know, like if you're a parent with a sick child waiting on this medicine, like I could see seeing that first dog come over the, yeah, come over the hill or whatever and like I just can imagine how much hope that that would bring, just seeing that yeah. dog, meaning, like, and my kid's going to make it. Like, we might could survive. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and you do know that, like, especially, like, like in a community in Alaska where, like, especially at that time, mm-hmm. dog sledding was a huge thing. Yeah. Like, you you know, like, the whole community knows that the first dog is, is the leader of the pack, and they control the pack. Right. So, like, they know that that's, that's your... um. I'm trying to think of the right word. That's your key. Right. Um, him and the musher. Mm-hmm. Um, so the relay ended up taking five and a half days, which is <laughs> incredible considering all the weather. Yeah. They, and we're in Alaska too, so it's mountainous. We went through a, a sound. Yep. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah. So um, just in Balto's team though, four dogs died of exposure shortly after the mission like which is devastating but it, it is. but it saved 1400 people wow um yeah yeah so um and the close to 700 mile long relay inspired the Iditarod race that follows the Iditarod trail mm-hmm. uh, which is one of Alaska's um 
which well one of america's actually first national historic trails so um a couple things to add in here about because i watched togo like we're gonna probably do um an episode just for togo and just for balto um but this was togo's last um race or his last long mission because he was older so he got to Mm -hmm. his his, um yeah after he got home he didn't really have it in him to do many more missions but he did actually tour the country um with leonard and his and his team so he lived a few more years actually after that so he got to he got to rest a bit yeah and you can actually um you can actually still get a dog from togo and balto's bloodlines oh wow Mm -hmm. and togo's name is spelled t-o-g-o because from a puppy he was just so go get him that like he just wants to go oh they called him togo because of that that's so cute (laughs) yeah that was cute um but yeah that is the story of the the race to Nome. that yeah yeah, five and a half day journey to to get medicine to save a community yeah yeah i looked it up and because i was curious Iditarod comes from um, a word in Ingalik, um, and it means distant or distant place. So, and it's spoken by an, an indigenous people of Alaska. Um, that language. Is I so. wondered about that. Yeah, yeah I so forgot it means to. Distant place. Which yeah. is fitting. Like <laughs> that makes sense. move on to our um, husky spotlight so we'll talk about some Siberian huskies so huskies are medium-sized dogs females are about 35 to 50 pounds and males can be about 45 to 60 pounds I always think of them as larger I did too actually you know, I always yeah. forget they're really not that big of dogs 35 so. is pretty small because like Buffy's yeah Buffy's, Buffy's like maybe that. like 40 pounds so mm-hmm that's smaller than I would have expected. Um, so they were developed by the um, Chukchi, 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 or Chukchi. I think, yeah, that sounds better. They were developed by the Chukchi people in the Chukchi Peninsula. It's <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of punky words all in one. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, yeah. So the Chukchi Peninsula of Siberia. Um, and they were unsurprisingly bred to be working sled dogs. Um, and one of the things I read online is because of climate change at the time, um, the Chukchi people were forced to move hunting grounds. Um, huh. And so, yeah, so they relied mm-hmm. on sledding as a means to, of transportation to get to their hunting grounds. Um, huh. uh, huskies are part of the spitz Mm-hmm. group of dog breeds um which are known for their thick du- long double coat um which helps you know protect them from cold in the winter yeah um and 
we actually learned too so Buffy you can't really tell except for her curved tail but like she has some chow chow yeah, in her, yeah. and that's part of the Spitz breed too yeah chows are totally a Spitz type mm-hmm. um, there's a bunch of them too like Samoyeds okay um, yeah yeah so the Spitz type of dog breeds um, are known for high energy um, having pointy ears and of course the curved tail and you put standing. What does that mean? Oh, that their ears are standing. Oh, okay. Their ears are always up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. I was like, yes, but other breeds stand as well. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they're really good standers. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, huskies are also known for being very clean and having minimal odor. So if you're concerned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. you're concerned about dogs smelling. Husky might be a good pet for you. Although, they do shed because they do have that double layer coat. Mm -hmm. So, they're pretty, they're clean dogs, but like, they do shed. About as much as like your typical lab would. Because labs are another type that have the double coat, but theirs Mm -hmm. isn't quite as coarse because... Or as long. Yeah. Depending on the type of lab. Theirs is a little thinner because they don't want, they don't need as coarse of hair because theirs... Is double coat to keep them dry. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So they can go swimming and not stay wet for very long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're also very friendly. And <laughs> when I was reading about huskies, it said that it makes them terrible watchdogs because they just oh. are just accepting of everybody. So Yeah. Well, yeah. They're they're bred to keep that, I feel like, to keep that pack mentality oh, for more sure. than yeah. like a lot of other dogs. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it says that they're pretty good with kids and with other types of dogs, too, which makes sense with how friendly they are. So Yeah. It's funny if you go on the AKC website and look up, like, their stats on dog breeds. They have, like, they have, like, little, like, a meter. Mm-hmm. And, like, Husky's trainability was, like, a two out of five stars. Um, oh, their, really? Their stubbornness was, like, five out of five stars. That, yes. Um, their yeah, their their watchdog protective nature. So they also the scale on the AKC website is like, um, yeah, they have like really funny scales. So playfulness level goes from like only when you want to play to nonstop. But for watchdog, it's what's mine is yours to vigilant, and they're on <laughs> the what's mine is yours. <laughs> oh, that's part cute. of the scale. I um. There was one of my coworkers at the vet clinic had huskies, um, and he fortunately had a huge backyard um, because he would he would come to work and say that his dogs like built a tunnel that they could run under and back out of in his backyard. Wait, like, what? They they huskies huskies need a job. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, they're, I you, they have this. Sadie gets this look in her eyes sometimes when she's like about to like have the zoomies. But whenever a husky would come to, I love huskies. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. Whenever a husky would come to the vet clinic, if it was, if it was not like a hundred percent well trained, it would just get this crazy look in its eye, and you're like, I don't know what you're gonna do next, buddy. But please, <laughs> please be kind, Aww. because I know you're strong. Yeah. Those guys are so strong. They are strong. Yeah. But yeah. My coworkers, his, his, um, his dogs would dig huge 
underground like huge underground tunnels that they That's could like hilarious. yeah that they oh could goodness. go in and out of um he had two male huskies that were right at like 50 60 pounds yeah and they just they just never stopped they were both like 12 and 15 years old and he would wow. be like they dug another one yep <laughs> like <laughs> they have another escape route that's so funny yeah, they're persistent little buggers they're like shawshank up in here just digging their way out <laughs> Oh, yeah, funny. they're very high energy. Um, they definitely need a lot of like mental stimulation. Oh my so, gosh, so much. Yeah, so if you're considering getting a husky, definitely take that into account that they're going to need a lot of mental stimulation, a lot of time to play. Teach them every trick in the book. Yes. Because they'll, yeah, give them puzzle. Mm-hmm, puzzle um, toys and they stuff. They do that super well with those because... Yeah. I think the mental stimulation for Huskies and, and like, Aussies is, like, a similar type of need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that they need that little that little extra thing to think about or they kind of scream. They can get bored pretty easily, yeah. Huskies it, scream a lot. Huskies are extremely vocal. Yeah. So, so vocal. That's also something to keep in mind, too, if you're considering getting adopting a Husky. So. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what we got for y'all today. We I don't we want we don't want to give away too much about Togo and Balto stories. We definitely want to cover them in separate episodes, but just wanted to. Yeah, they're both heroes. Yeah. They both deserve props for what they did. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, but we just wanted to talk about um the whole. I just wanted to talk to tell y'all the story of like the whole relay Mm -hmm. um today yeah so so yeah we'll save we'll save more about their background for later yes so does that mean we're skipping our arbitrary dog dog rating today Mm. i forgot about including that part i'm not gonna lie to you um (laughs) okay so there's 150 dogs yeah i let's see I'm trying to think. Uh, I wanted to give them a cup of hot cocoa, but I can't <gasps> give cocoa to dogs. No, you can't do hot cocoa. <laughs> Warm milk. Aww. I want to give them With all extra foam. a bowl of... <laughs> I got a milk foam, a milk frother. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Um, yeah. And so that's... Yeah. And... A, a bowl of, a bowl of mocha, hot milk with I had some on, on my it. finger, and Mocha was like, we can maybe post a video, because Hannah got it on video, but like... She's just licking the little extra foam off my finger. so cute. But yeah, they could get, or they could get a pop cup with like the whipped cream. Oh, but it needs to be warm. I, want I know, them to be I know, warm. Yeah. Even they though they're, get, they're huskies. <laughs> they could get some warm milk. I like that. Because yeah. <laughs> they did such a good job in the cold. They did. Oh, sorry about that. Sadie kicked my computer. <laughs> um, kind of in her right. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Sage, for the reminder. You can find us on Instagram. At Puppy Dog Tales Pod. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, Puppy Dog Tales Podcast. And oh, yeah. email us at puppydogtalespod at gmail.com. We try to keep it consistent for y'all. Yeah. So we're easy to find. Send yeah. us your stories about your incredible horse, your incredible goofy dog, your goofy dog, goofy, silly yeah. doggo. We seriously would love to hear any stories even if it's just yep. a short like something weird if your, that dog your dog saved does. a village or if right. your dog saved your mental health or if your dog just, it's all like, important sits on the couch in a weird way 
<laughs> I want to hear it all. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. All right. In the meantime, uh, keep listening. Keep listening. Keep calm and wag, wag on. on. Thank you.